originally had a completely different podcast to share with you today. It was on a topic that is very emotionally charged and challenging, and it was actually requested by a very, very special little bunny in the garden. And I recorded it and I workshopped it with her to make sure that I addressed it in the best way that I possibly could so that I could make a positive impact. And the topic is on your relationship to your weight. And it touches a little bit on eating disorders. And it's it's a very, very challenging topic to talk about. And I was taking a bit of a risk, I guess you could say, by trying to delve into it. And so I posted it as early access on my Patreon. And I got a very loving message from my very first patron, who has been my biggest cheerleader, at least tied with the little bunny who requested the podcast. And she has really, really been so loving and supportive of everything I've been doing. And her message was very brave, which is that she was communicating to me that I had missed the mark on the podcast and that I had caused her distress. And I want to talk today not about that podcast that I didn't release, but about that message that my patron, my first patron sent me, and less about the message itself, but about the bravery of sending a message or expressing yourself more broadly in a way that you know could push someone away whom you want to be close with. That's what I want to talk about on the podcast today, because that is how you develop really, really strong bonds with people. We hear the phrase family and friends so much in the English language, where we are, <laughs> people are trying to encapsulate everyone in our lives that is special to us. You have either the people who are born into your life, who you love, or you hopefully love, and they hopefully love you back. And there's a strength of bond that you have with those people. And then you have your friends, which are defined primarily by how much fun you have together. And maybe there are some really strong friendships that you have, but oftentimes the term friendship is really just about enjoyment and there's no necessity of a deep connection. And perhaps you could say the third kind of person is a significant other whom you decide you want to spend the rest of your life with. And I believe that it's wonderful to have more than just one person who inhabits that role, not even necessarily as a extra romantic partner, but to have a group of people who you're so close with that they are family, but they're not family you're born with. They're family that you find. So it's friends, family, and family that you find. And I want to talk to you today about how to find family. So as always, we're going to start with a quote and we'll end with a poem 
that I wrote just for you today. So the quote for this week is from the greatest award acceptance speech I have ever heard in my life. And it is from the Broadway legend Andre de Shields. And if you're not familiar with him, he has had a very long career. And most recently, perhaps his last piece that he'll do was the musical Hades Town. And he won a Tony Award for his role as Hermes. And his acceptance speech for that Tony Award was this. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my sustainability and longevity. One, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing. That third one might remind you of last week's podcast, and the second one I might talk about in the future, but this podcast is about that first one. Surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Yesterday, I got a friendly lunch with someone that I had gone on two dates with a month before, and they were both wonderful dates filled with butterflies in the stomach, lots of passion, uh, just truly some wonderful, wonderful evenings. And soon after she had gone on vacation, our third date had fallen through and she had just gotten back a couple of days ago. And when we got our lunch together to catch up, we ended the meal by deciding that we would go our separate ways and not see each other again. And we had very honest conversations and the reason that we decided not to see each other anymore. It was her idea. And it's because when she was on vacation, she simply didn't miss me at all. And it said to her that there was no real place in her life for me. And I feel like a version of me in the past would have gotten upset and perhaps obsessed over what I could have done differently, as though if I had the chance to go into the past, I could say things differently or more broadly express myself in a different way, to present myself as a different person, to become someone else that she would want to be with. But today, I wouldn't go back and change a thing, because what I did is I was myself. I was 100% myself. I was the person I wanted to be, perhaps in my most potent, even exaggerated form. And the word I'm going to use for that is that I was polarizing. It means I presented myself in such a way that it will be very clear for people that they either are into me or they are not. Either they are attracted to me and they want me in their life or they would rather make space for someone else. And by being polarizing, 
the people who are attracted to me are really, really attracted to me. And they really, really love me. And that's how I found so many people, just like Andre DeShield said, whose eyes truly light up when they see me coming. And we ended the lunch by thanking each other for giving each other two wonderful nights. And we kissed each other on the cheek, squeezed each other's hands, then turned around and walked away knowing that we would never see or talk to each other again. This is the process of finding family. All of the content that I make is very polarizing. I'm not trying to have the highest percentage of people like me, or at least I'm not trying to have a large, lukewarm audience. I'm here to make strong, real connections with people who want me to be their found family. There's two kinds of people generally who react to my content. There's people who leave mean comments and who say, why do you keep calling us little bunny? I don't want to be called little bunny. And then in my notifications dispersed in between those, I'll see someone, it says, this little bunny has followed you. And then a few seconds later, they like this video. And a few seconds later, they like that video. And then this video and then that video and they go through my entire catalog and like every single video that i've made and you might be smiling right now little bunny because you know that you've been caught <laughs> it's polarizing there's people that don't like what i do and they hate it in fact and then there's just as many people who absolutely adore me and they fall so hard for me and what i'm creating and the special connection that i'm making with them and there's this kind of loyalty that I see the same people over and over liking my content and leaving comment after comment on every video of how much they really appreciate what I'm doing and how positive an impact I'm having on their life. And I would much, much, much rather be here for those people rather than try and change who I am to become palatable to the people who wouldn't want me to be their found family if they saw the real me. I mean, take the little bunny pet name, for instance. If people keep saying, don't call me little bunny, well, there's also people that when I make a video where I don't say little bunny and I don't call you little bunny, they get so upset. Why didn't you call us little bunny? So you know what I do? is I call you little bunny as much as I can because I want to filter for the people who want to be called little bunny. I want to make a really special place with this garden, a place of positivity on the internet where the kinds of people who like to be called little bunny, the types of people who love the kind of love that I have to give, they gravitate super strongly <laughs> to the podcast, to the Patreon, to the fiction, just to me and whatever kind of interesting things that I'll be creating in the future. These are the kinds of people that I want in the garden. These are the kinds of people I want to become little bunnies.
ways. But maybe you're someone in the other camp. Someone who doesn't feel a strong affinity for what I'm doing. Who doesn't feel this draw to me and this loyalty and this desire to be a part of the garden. And if this is you, (laughs) I guess I wouldn't call you a little bunny. If you're someone who doesn't want to be a little bunny, who's here to scope out what this is all about, just out of curiosity to see what this podcast is. And you don't expect that you'll follow the podcast and you expect that you'll move on to find other family. And I really hope you do. And I hope this episode can help teach you how to do that. Really be yourself. Really don't hide who you are because the people who see you for who you are will love you even more for it. So if you're in this camp that you don't want to be a little bunny and this is probably the last podcast you listen to. Well, I want to do something with you right now. I want to give you a kiss on the cheek right now. And I want to squeeze each other's hands. And I want us to filter each other out of our lives right now. Because after this moment in the podcast... I really want to only be talking to the little bunnies who really are little bunnies in the garden. So if you think this is the end of your scoping out Lindy's garden and seeing what this is all about, I want us to share this moment. We're going to take one big breath together and then you're going to turn off the podcast and go on with your life. So if that's you, Here we go. I hope you find your family. And I'm glad we had this moment together. Oh, you're still here, are you, little bunny? (laughs) Well, as you listen to my voice and your body relaxes and you feel your shoulders and your neck let go just a little bit more... Understand that when I say, I love you, little bunny, I'm not talking to everyone. I don't love everyone indiscriminately, as noble as that may be. I don't even reflexively love the people who love me. What I do is I purposely am myself as 100% as I can be, the person I want to be. And it always filters for a certain kind of person that I really, really love. And the fact that you're here, little bunny, that you didn't turn off the podcast, it tells me you are the kind of person that I'm trying to find. You are the little bunny that I want in the garden. You are the reason I'm making the garden in the first place. And little bunny, believe me, I really, really mean it. When I say, I love you. And so to make it official that you and I are found family, we're going to take a big breath together. And as we exhale, I am going to say, I love you, little bunny. And you will exhale and say, either.
love you, Lindy, or I love you, Daddy. You ready? Finally then, 
I'll be surrounded by eyes that are lighting up as they see me. Have a great week, little bunny. I'm sending you lots and lots of love. Yes, it's real love, okay? <laughs> Don't be cynical. I love you very, very much.